Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Corey Pauls is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Beat down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you may be listening. Welcome to the 12th episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Dan, how are you this evening? I'm good. How are you, Corey? I feel much better that we're back on our Thursday night routine. Feels like we're feel a little better energy than we had Saturday morning the other well, day. Well, and we're recording at night, so we're both kind of yeah, we are a little vampireish, aren't we? Night voices. Um, so before we get started, I'm excited to announce a new sponsor. Yes, um, TLCSquared.com. Yes, and that's the word squared. So TLCSquared.com, bringing you their through the years collection of baby books and modern memory books. Um, so you know, you basically. You, they help you create your baby book right when you have a kid. Absolutely, and believe it or not, I actually met what I think might be, as far as I know, our only uh, regular female listener. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> is one of the owners. So <laughs> thank you. So shout out to her and uh, and the folks at TLC Square. Oh, awesome. um, so the Drew Bennett interview. Quick recap on that. Uh, I want to you know, say again, you thought it was great. I thought it was great. It, Drew's great. So as we've done in, in weeks past, though, we do the recap and sort of some of the mistakes that we have, might have made. Sure, sure. There was one thing that I thought we needed to make as a clarification on that. So just so that we're clear. That was we, not we, Drew Bennett. That was, <laughs> that was not him. <laughs> no. Oh, damn. That was not him. No. That was somebody else. Um, no, but actually he started the first two games of that season at quarterback. I did not become the starter until the third game. Oh, so I just want to give credit where credit was due. All right. So Drew, really? Yes, Drew actually beat me out for the first two games. So, but but we, but thinking back to the interview, we gave no indication of that. No, no. So that's why I thought that was important. All right. Because as if he didn't get enough, yeah, money and fame. Yeah, his life seems to have worked out. (laughs) I felt bad for him. So I felt like I wanted to (laughs) give him a little bit more. Yeah, the poor guy. (laughs) So before we go into the football recap, yes, sir. Are you having a little sip of water there? Yeah, just a little sip of water. And, and maybe maybe later a little Pinot Noir. Yeah. Um, but um, so uh, before we get into the football recap, yes, wanna, uh, we could move really quickly, remind everybody that college basketball actually still exists. Um, we, we've kind of <laughs> forgotten about it a little bit. But going to my, my first actual UCLA basketball game in person uh, of the year, uh, at Pauley Pavilion on Saturday, and I would like for you to join me. So, really? Yeah, Saturday night. I, I got, will uh, try to arrange that. I'll, okay, I'll, got, I'll, got, I have to send a memo to my boss. Yep. Yeah. Make sure y'all. You're, <laughs> Make sure I'm available. You got to talk to our executive producer. Yes, exactly. My <laughs> so wife. I got great seats practically on the floor. Wow, uh, I yeah. got. I got some. We're going to be decked out and something's brewing stuff. Got wristbands for the VIP now, party and everything. Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. I don't want to linger on this too much. No problem. There, there was a time where you and I happened to be at the same Clippers game. Yeah. Remember and that? And you happen to have seats like- On the floor. On the floor. Yeah. And I forgot about that. Remember that? And yeah. you had you offered, you know, if we wanted to go and sit in those seats for a couple minutes, which we did. And then we left early and then right, you, you guys, gave them to you guys. Right, right. Which was very nice. Except um, I'm five foot seven. <laughs> And so sitting 
<laughs> on, the, you know, like next to the opposing team. I couldn't see anything. I had to go back to my well, damn bleachers. Uh, yeah, that was those seats were actually not mine. They're a friend of mine's. He had the uh, uh, those season tickets for they, for those years. Those were nice seats. They were well. They were the last two seats at the end of the bench. Basically, yeah, I, yeah. We were sitting next to. I forget who they yeah. were playing that Coco, night. But, uh, uh, Coco Crisp, one of Major League Baseball players, his seats were next to my buddies further down the bench. Okay. <laughs> and I'll never forget one one game uh, he gave them to me and uh, Christine and I, and uh, it was against the Lakers because he was with Clippers, you know, floor seats. It was against the Lakers and Kobe was hurt. Okay. Oh. I sat Next to Kobe Bryant for, <laughs> for the, the whole, whole freaking no. game, and I tried to be so cool. Right. Well, yeah, of course. And, and he had. I remember critiquing every inch of his outfit, of his look, of his <laughs> hair, because he he he. I think he made eye contact with me for uh, let's call the game two and a half hours. I was sitting next to him for sure, two and a half sure. hours. He made eye contact with me for a total of. Three seconds. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's probably pushing it. Right. So I would be like, you know, cop and look like just up and down looks <laughs> right. on this dude. Right. And it is like just, and he knew I'm like, well, he knew it. he's just looking for it because he and I were having a conversation, oh, but he was right? never saying it directly to me. Oh, you know what gotcha. I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No one else was listening. Right. Like he was saying shit and I was commenting back. Right. But he never looked but at he me. Never looked at, you. never looked at me. All right. So that's awkward. That's weird. But you pre- you love those seats, is what you're saying. Oh, my God. It was yeah. surreal. How Seriously, big are those players? Enormous. Yeah. That's like when you're that close. Enormous. It's the reality of how big they are. Is, yeah. It feels scary. like an alternative universe. It really does. So we're going to be pretty close. And I, but that's I promise great. you, they're not going to be as big as they were on the NBA court. Okay, good. I assure you. Remember, the Bruins <laughs> suck. <laughs> Actually, they're getting better. They're not yeah. as sh- they're not, but they're getting, they're not, they haven't got any shittier. There you go. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, they're actually playing ASU right now. I wonder what the score is. We should probably check that before the end of the, uh, of the episode. Uh, quick top 10 recap. Tennessee. Uh, they're not. A, I know you don't know this, but not a very big basketball school. The Volunteers. They're ranked number one in basketball. For, Wait a minute. They're called the Volunteers. Yeah. I mean, right there. You yeah. Know, come on. The Mason Tennessee is practically the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> we talked a little. bit. We almost got into that uh, yeah. last week with Nashville. Yeah. Uh, but, but really, yeah. the Volunteers. That's the best they could. Come I know. Up with. I know. Well, anyway, they're number one for pretty much the first time ever. That's. They might have been. I forget. It's been a long time. Uh, and then. Kansas has dropped to number nine. Mm. So, I mean, like I said, it's been tough ever since Chenoweth came on. Kansas keeps dropping. And then Marquette, uh, a small market school, smaller school, not a you know major conference school. Is that why they're called Marquette? <laughs> Is that like a thing? I don't know. Oh. No, they're in. Uh, they're they're almost in the top ten. Which they're, they're the only non-big uh, market, big conference school that's that's not in the top. That's almost in the top ten. Gotcha. They're number twelve. Where is Marquette? Uh, in in Milwaukee, which at Milwaukee. But if you're Native American, you would pronounce it Milwaukee. <laughs> like you are. <laughs> no. Oh my God. How about? Did you see the? Have you seen the press that the Native American community has been getting over oh, the last week? Oh, yes. Holy cow. Yes. The first time I saw the picture, I, I, I was like, oh, man, this is either – this is this is not going to be good no matter what right, happens. There's no Before way, right. and after this, yeah. this is not going to be good. <laughs> yeah, the Native American community hasn't had that much press since the village people broke up. 
exactly. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. definitely came out came out like thunder. However, though, and, and and again, we've we've done a good job throughout all the episodes of not getting uber political one way or another because there's no yeah, point. Right. Uh, but did you watch the whole thing? The whole video? No, I've only seen the kind of like the the part that's supposed to make us really super mad. Right. Got but it. I haven't seen the reality of it. You oh, know yeah. What I mean? Well, there's, the vi- there's a full video that's like two hours long. I just oh, didn't watch the whole fantastic. thing. But the beginning of it. Like, so this is the part that like, you didn't watch the whole video, so you don't know what no, I'm about to say. No, I just saw the screaming, okay. you know, red cap guys. Okay. So before that, <laughs> there was a group of... Uh, 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 a group that calls themselves uh, the Black Hebrew Israelites. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so they're a super like you know out Very there specific group. group. Yeah, the Black Hebrew Israelites. Right. And it's it's like they were. It was five black dudes from New York that they all had New York accents. So that's mm-hmm. why I assume they were from New York. Screaming shit in half English and half uh, like uh, you know Hebrew, like throwing Seriously? in Hebrew words and full on like going after. They were even the the black Hebrew Israelites were actually making fun of the Native Americans. They oh see uh, that's what I was going to ask. You. Yes. So wait a minute, they're making fun of the Native Americans, right? And and the and the Catholic school kids with the Make America Great hats on again, screaming at them like shit that like you can't put on TV. <laughs> Like when the first the first time the Native American guy walks up, they start talking shit to him, saying like, "You worship fucking buffaloes, you morons!" Like that's the shit they were really? saying. Really? Yes. What? So what started this whole thing? It was, like I, it was. I think it was a march for like President's Day, or uh, that's like how it all happened. Right, and then right, like right. the 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 Catholic school kids went to like the memorial or something. And then it was also you know it's Washington. Like you you pretty much if you right. want to protest, are you awake? If right. you can wake up in, in in Washington tomorrow and say, what do I feel like protesting today? And you can almost probably, they probably have a map like <laughs> yeah, how like the exactly. like the star map. It's like right. so. Where's the group today? Right. <laughs> You know, my cause is, oh, OK, we're at the corner of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but a, again, the, the even the right and the left, like the the left will, will, won't play the whole tape and the right will only focus on the whole tape. Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's right. like, boy, I, I feel but like I we're, we had kind of a permanent moratorium on hassling <laughs> the Native Americans. You oh, know what I mean? Of like, course. Not, of course. Like that, that's not really up for debate. Is yeah. It? You're right. But okay. but but you if you did watch, I don't care if you're left or right. Right. It's if you watch surreal. the whole thing. The first people that started making in the in the poor kid that is now famous for just right. standing there staring at the Native American dude hitting a drum. Before that, you had five black Hebrew Israelites right. calling him a homo that worships buffalo. Jeez, yelling it to him. I really got to spend more time in social media. Yeah, and, that, and, and that's not stuff. for me. Just fucking look it up. Right, we're just repeating. <laughs> but that. anyway, so moving on from a political standpoint, so you, <laughs> did you see the LAUSD uh, strike uh, ended? I did not. Oh, really? I did not know it ended. No, your a kids couple, are no longer in, in, in school. We're not in LAUSD. Well, you yeah. actually never put them in LA's USD. You're like, I don't care how much it costs. Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. But you know yeah, how, but some friends of mine have been picketing for crazy however long right? it's been. My, yeah. my wife was in Orlando for her national conference. Like the LAUSD strike has gotten national Orlando. coverage. Orlando. Wow. It, it's gotten national coverage because you know the LAUSD school system is the number two. It's the second largest school system in the country. Where's the largest? Uh, New York City. So uh, moving on to a couple other current events. But 
before I move off LUSD, have you? Did you notice though for that week and a half that the LUSD was on strike and the government was on strike? I felt like we were that close to potentially having like a super flu or the apocalypse happening. <laughs> you know, how great was it the traffic? That weird right, cause, feeling because it was you know, it's Monday like at eight a.m. Yeah. and there's practically nobody. I felt like it was right. a Jewish holiday, right? Right, right. It's like every day was a Jewish holiday. You know, <laughs> yeah. right? And, and it felt it felt super weird. And yeah, plus, weird. and every time you turn on a news station, it's about the government still shut down. You're like, right. yeah, my kid's been sitting on the couch for a week and a half. <laughs> you know, she has, hasn't gotten out of her pajamas in a week and a half, right? <laughs> um, so I'm I felt like a zombie movie, and I love zombie movies. You know, there's oh yeah, yeah. You've seen zombie movies, right? You know, I. Not zombie shows, not like Walking Dead. No, I'm never, talking I've a two-hour-long even... zombie movie. No. No? I've seen Shaun of the Dead, which is a comedy. <laughs> you mean a take on Dawn of the Dead? <laughs> yeah. I get it. I but get I've it. But I've never seen, I guess I've never seen an actual zombie movie. Oh, there's one about London. I forget, I think it's 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks oh, Later. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all in London, and London is, I don't know it's how they ever did really it. It's supposed to be really good, right? It was, it's, I can, it's one of those movies where you can't. It's not I can't not watch it every time I get it because I, I I'm, I'm, the, I'm the last idiot I'm still one of the only idiots that I know of that pays extra to have every single movie channel on Direct TV and, oh, I, and really? I also have Amazon Prime and Netflix and, Netflix and, and you can figure yeah. out how we can pretty much pirate <laughs> anything on YouTube uh, but I, I I don't know every time I have an issue with Direct TV I call them up and uh, and I say listen pull up my account right and I, I, you see that do you know anyone. <laughs> that pays more per month for direct TV right, than work, I do. Work it out, man. And, and I've regularly gotten this response. Actually, no, sir, I don't. <laughs> wow. I'm like, so this is not a humble brag. No. I'm just saying, if and I'm, I've done that since day one. I've been a customer for 15 years. Right. Get the set. I don't care if you guys got to get over here and move the tree that's blocking my satellite. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So all, all I can say the last thing about the LAUSD, I hope the schools do get better in LAUSD so our property value goes up. <laughs> that, that would because, be nice. Because there's a school within walking distance from here that we don't send We've our kids to. We've never seen the inside of, ever. <laughs> so, we but know anyway. Because when, when, when we were... Um, when we were looking at that kind of stuff when our kids were that age, we looked it up and the school, this is an elementary school, has an expulsion rate. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Right? How, what do you do when you're seven to get expelled from I school? I don't know. Anyway, I don't sorry. Know. I'm sorry. I, I hear you. But um, so <laughs> moving on, before we move on to more sports, I'll keep it on uh, uh, other things besides sports. Are we – Oh, we're supposed to. This talk is sports about, and entertainment, and just current events. Sports, so right. you know, we don't we don't have a big interview today, so we're, people are going to just have to listen to us for a few more minutes. <laughs> yeah. Change the channel, turn it off. Yeah, go, really. go to your iTunes it was free. if you don't like it. Yeah, it was it was free. Right. For God's sake, it cost us money to do this. No, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so I had mandatory sexual harassment uh, training uh, today at the office. Obviously, not just myself. I didn't get in trouble, but like the whole you know, there was two <laughs> two opportunities today that you had to go. And I will. You had to get sexual harassment training. Yeah, I mean, you know, I work for a big company. A bit of misnomer. You mean just calling it harassment training? Like not. I know what you mean. I don't know sexual harassment prevention training. They should probably enter add, add the there, word there prevention. Be, there should be some negative word that, in there. That you're right. I, at first, right. when you first said that, I didn't know exactly what you meant, but I felt like you were right. Yeah, and I'm you right. just you, oh, trust me, I'm right. Oh, I'm you, right. I, I, I agree. I don't always make sense, but I'm right. You're absolutely right. Why? Why do we call it sexual harassment training? Yeah, it said <laughs> you're right. Right. 
I never thought of it that way. Yeah. So, but what? So, I, did you I, learn some good sexual? Well, I will techniques? say this. I, you have to do it every year. But I will say this: there's def, things have definitely changed Ooh, in I the bet. world because this was the first time, you know, and, and that that throughout this, excuse me, hour long, uh, uh, you know, harass, sexual harassment training sure. that nobody made a comment that was even somewhat comedic whatsoever. Oh, was that right? In fact, I would actually. I am now looking back. No one said anything, except <laughs> like for the, at all. At all, except for the teacher, like the, wow. the, the the lawyer that we brought in. So I couldn't help myself though, because I noticed that throughout the hour, that you know, it's one of those things where they show a very terrible, terribly produced video right. that, that with not people that are actors, but rather the people that are work <laughs> for the law firm. Right. That like, will you right. do this? Because we only want to spend, I don't know, nothing right. compared to fifteen hundred to yeah. produce this thing. Yeah. So you can tell it's like customer service reps <laughs> that, <laughs> and and they're doing all the, you know like like so over the top, right? Like they have a, a, you know a Hispanic gal speaking Spanish on the phone, and then you know the the you know the the white boss comes over and says. Why are you speaking Spanish? <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm sorry, it was a you know a, a personal call. And he's like, but you work the front desk, you know, <laughs> you know, like we don't want we don't want people thinking we're in a foreign country, right? And she gets all sad. And then there's another one where there's a pregnant lady and the guy's like touching her belly, you know, like like just the, you know like they're, they're <laughs> right. just a training class, right? Sure, sure. So, but I couldn't help myself at the end because I had to sign the thing and I'm standing right next to the presenter, you know, this lawyer, right. Uh, you know, very nice lady. And I just said, Hey, I just have a quick question. You know, and like, believe me, listen, I'm not trying to go anywhere politically with this, but did you notice that in this hour long setting that every single ridiculous video that you showed that was out of this world, ridiculous, but we get the point <laughs> was the man doing something ridiculous to the woman. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I was like, you know, and just pointing that out, right? And just has have you ever did you ever notice that? And she goes, yeah, I have. And I, I was like, oh, okay, so all right, perfect. She's like, that's because it's the shorter version. Our two-hour version does actually have a woman doing it to a man. <laughs> a, I'm like, all right, so woman. check. All right, so thank, a, yeah, right. one time, right? <laughs> like, but hey, I get it, no, no problem. But I thought that was a little bit like, hey. You telling me? Hey, has anyone right, seen the no, movie Disclosure? Right, no right, with women. Demi Moore. Right, sure. Okay, all right. So, uh, moving on from that. So, uh, I went to Dave and Buster's uh, tonight with Brooklyn, and you know, Brooklyn did. It, did I did I tell you Brooklyn broke her shoulder? When, remember, we talked about Santa's Village a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, that's what it was. It was. She a, ended up she, breaking her shoulder. Okay. Okay. So Brooklyn's your broken. Brooklyn, yeah, broken the shoulder. My point is, don't bring. A six and a half year old to Dave and Buster's when she's got one of her arms <laughs> in this funky little thing because she oh, wants really? to take it out and use both of her hands to play I all the games. games. And I thought it's like bringing a gambler, uh, like a degenerate gambler, <laughs> to Vegas and giving him a ten thousand dollars stack of coins and saying, you know, go right. go at it. If you run out, right. we're gonna kill you. <laughs> right, right. Um, so don't do that. Okay. Yeah, that, that's and by the way, I, I I still I never would understand. I, I drive by Dave and Buster's all the time, and I think that's a lot of real estate. You know, it's I've got lot. friends in commercial Huge. real estate. You know, there's a lot of space. Got to be a big amount of rent. Sure. I don't. All, I don't ever see all kinds of people in there. No. And then you walk in, 
and you are there for 30 minutes and you realize you spent $100 and you think, now I know how they pay the rent. I get it. (laughs) The games aren't talking back to you. No. (laughs) You you don't have to pay the games. There's no minimum wage on those things. No. (laughs) No No. benefits, no workers' comp. (laughs) Just Um, income. So uh, uh, anyway, Mariano Rivera, moving on to sports a little bit. Uh, I do have one more story, though, about uh, what, not sports, but we'll give Mariano Rivera some credit first. So Mariano Rivera, do you know who he is, a pitcher for the, the New York Yankees? Closer for the New York Yankees. He's a closer. Do you know what a closer is? Uh, the last comedian of the night. <laughs> Similar. So the last pitcher of the night comes out usually for maybe one inning or even sometimes two or three batters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Mariano Rivera. Because the other guy's tired or something? Yeah, it's yeah. like this this dude. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I just I've, pitched eight innings, and now this guy's going to finish the game. Yeah, really? and he gets to, he gets to run out to music, and we're dun, winning, dun, dun, and all right. he's got to do is just not mess up. Right. Um, but I love Mariano Rivera. I'm not talking shit on closers, but you got to admit, Mariano Rivera made like thirty million, twenty plus million a year, oh and he pitched one ninth of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Although he does, he would he, he did pitch every night at times. So he would pitch right? one inning every night, whereas a starting pitcher would typically pitch once every three to four or five games. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. So okay, fine, I get it. But here's the part I wanted to joke on him about because I do love him. He's a sweet, sweet man. Uh, for, well, before we joke on him for a second, or joke on the, the the situation, he was the first unanimous Hall of Fame pick in Major League Baseball history. Wow, ever, yeah, ever. Holy cow. Wouldn't you have thought by now there be and, somebody and that shows you how political the baseball is though. You know? Right? There's got a bit there has got to have been another baseball player that deserved to be picked unanimously. Babe Ruth? I, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not a baseball historian. Roberto Clemente? Mariano Rivera. Wagner? Like, why? why I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, the people you just named. I just m- named three. That's the only three yeah. guys I can name. <laughs> Daryl Strawberry, was he baseball? Yes, was he? I don't think he. I don't, I don't think, think he's think in the he, Hall of Fame. I think he. I think there'd be a lot of debate there. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, I remember him, and I remember being, uh, you know, young in the '80s and seeing him in handcuffs. <laughs> well, yeah. So, all right. Um, but the thing that was I thought was comical. So, Enter Sandman. You know, Metallica. Sure. Excellent. Right. Okay. Sure. Would play when he would. That was his song coming out. So, they. When they're interviewing him, they the one of the interviewers assume that he's a Metallica fan because that's the <laughs> song that plays. Right, you it, would naturally right, right. But he grew up in I, he grew up in the in a Caribbean country. I forget exactly where he's from, but he didn't grow up in the states. And uh, so you know, it, it, but so it's not hard to believe that he didn't grow up knowing Metallica right. or ever really know them. But he full on goes, "No, I've never been to a Metallica concert." Okay, so then they're interviewed. Like the interviewee is like, "Oh, I thought that was going to go a little differently." Yeah, but here's here's my my point, and and given social media and famous people a hard time. So I love Metallica. I grew up on Metallica. It was I think my second or third CD yeah. behind Wow House of Pain and. <laughs> uh, who was my I jump think, around jump yeah jump, yeah of course get up get down. 
I actually memorized that uh, really, really well. Yeah, did you? I'll sh- I'll serve your ass like John McEnroe. If your girl steps <laughs> up, I'm smacking a hoe. Word to your moms. <laughs> I came to drop bombs. I got more rhymes than the Bible's got psalms. And just nice. like the prodigal son, I return. Anyone stepping on me, you get burnt. Because I got lyrics and you ain't got none. If you come to battle, bring a shotgun. <laughs> anyway, here we go. We don't go. have many white rappers. Okay, so you really, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, re- uh, uh, House of Pain. Metallica. Metallica. So Metallica can't help themselves. They put out an Instagram video where that's like it's the two famous guys, the lead singer and the and the drummer, and uh, saying congratulations <laughs> to Mariano Rivera. Seriously, a guy who's never seen one of their. That's concerts. awesome. You know what's really awesome because they um, can't help themselves. My point. Well, yeah, yeah. Can't, I mean, can't help an opportunity. Lars is a you know media whatever. Yeah. But um, let me ask you a question: If uh, baseball games are televised. And every time this guy takes the mound, they play Inner Sandman. How rich has he made Metallica? I That's a great question. And he's never even been in one of their shows, but he's probably... Made them some money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, that's a great point. I don't know. But I would say in the grand scheme of things and how much money Metallica has actually made, it's probably yeah, a Yeah, it might actually small, be a drop in the bucket. Yeah, very small piece. <laughs> but you're, you're absolutely right. I think he should have gone to at least one concert. Yeah, or Metallica should have known that he's never been there and there's no need to put out a freaking congratulations. <laughs> how about that? Yeah, exactly. and, and the best part is, is Mariana's like, oh, no, I, no, I've never been, but I, I listen to Christian music. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and, and then Metallica's saying, congratulations. Right. Pretty sure they've been, pretty sure they've right. been choir boys their well, whole yeah. career. But Major League Baseball didn't want them coming out to Kumbaya, so, <laughs> exactly. you know. Uh, oh, my God. Anyway, so one more thing, though. Talk to me. And, and, and it goes, we're, we're going to talk about this later with uh, the seventh and final pause law. <laughs> but you remember a few weeks ago when we talked about the movie Twins and you and I joked about how when I look at you, when I look at you, I feel like I'm looking in a mirror. <laughs> vaguely. You don't, you don't remember that I better? Vaguely remember Okay, well, that. I guarantee I some of our issues. listeners uh, yeah. remember if they actually listen to everything. But so we talked about that. That makes that, me the DeVito. I'm just... Clarifying, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. So, I, so last night, <clears throat> yes, I, I couldn't sleep. Um, I, I did another thing last night that I'll talk about uh, later, but uh, as part of the of the closing of the pause laws. But so last night, I was playing, I wanted to go to bed, you know, early around ten o'clock. Pull on the Direct TV because we already talked about that, and I got Twins comes on, like the beginning. Oh no! With no commercials, right? N- no, all the swear words. Right. I haven't watched Twins start to finish in a good 20 plus years. I would imagine no one else has. Right. Either. Yeah. And I I did it. I watched the whole thing. Are went to bed serious? at 12:47, <laughs> okay? As soon as it was over, I was I, I felt like I accomplished something, well, turned it off. Well, it's so riveting. How could you turn away? Right. But in in the true art of humble bragging, which has been a a, a piece of the show, I thought it was back to the, you know, the seventh pause law and we'll I'm, I'm foreshadowing. Sure. As sure. you know, Telling a great story, uh, anecdotal. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger in yes. that show, yes, he regularly takes his shirt off, and he still is younger and still has a very beautiful body, right? Yes. You know, for those of you who don't know, obviously, Mister Universe. Did you know that? Most certainly, you did. Well, you know, and I wonder. So if you know that, that you, you follow younger, the bodybuilding business, but, but I wonder. You, well, of course I do. <laughs> um, I. Wonder if people younger than, say, uh, 35 or something realize how huge a star he was. Oh, 
back when there was no social media. Arnold was godlike. I mean, think about how say. horribly he pronounces the English language. And he was, he still, was a major celebrity. Yeah, and, and a huge actor. Oh yeah. Um, so you're watching Twins. So watching Twins. Arnold's got his shirt. And off. and so here here's the here's the humble brag. So when I was in and at, at UCLA, I was doing you know to make a little money on the side. I was tutoring you know some you know, wealthier slash famous kids, uh, uh, people's kids uh, teaching them how to play quarterback. Right. So I was doing it for a family up in Brentwood and I had met, uh, Maria Shriver at something. And she's like, asked me if I would do, she heard that I was doing this for somebody else that she knew. She asked me if I would come work with their kids. So I'll never forget. I, I go up to the mansion Jeez. in Brentwood and <laughs> go through three gates you know, say hello yeah, to say bet. hello to Maria. I'm like, hey Maria, good to see you again. Like, oh yeah, where are the kids? You know, I got I got fast forward. Okay, 30 minutes later, I got Arnold is in a speedo tanning at the pool. Oh, geez. 30 feet away from me. Seriously. When I walked into the backyard, he gives me like the you know heads up. Yeah. When I first met him, he go it was right around the the Super Bowl was happening. Right, actually, well, around this time, probably 20 years ago. Yeah. And. Uh, he actually was right after the game happened because it was when the San Diego Chargers or when it, the game was in San Diego mm-hmm. and the Raiders, I forget who the Raiders were playing, but if you don't remember this, but some of our listeners do, one of the offensive linemen for the Raiders got lost and went <laughs> AWOL in no. Mexico. No. And didn't show up for the game. No. Swear to God. Oh, this awesome. was in probably, it was in like 1990, 2000, 2001, around yeah. there. One of those. That's awesome. If anybody, it was a huge story. And the, they ended up losing the game. But so Arnold asked me about it. He goes, I'll never forget. The first time I ever meet Schwarzenegger, he says, so what, you know, she, and Maria says, this is Corey. He's, he plays quarterback UCLA. He's going to be working with the boys. And he goes, looks at me. He goes, so how about this guy that gets lost in uh, in in Mexico and he doesn't show up? What do you think? Uh, what do you think about this? And I said, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's crazy, right? I mean, where, did he even show up yet? He goes, I think they should hang him for treason. <laughs> I swear to God, my, that's a great my line. first conversation with him. Ne- wow. You know, next thing you know, he's standing at the pool, and I'm showing his kids how to do a three step drop, and I got Maria Shriver pretending to be a defensive end. No, yeah, no. I, I set up the dude. Ass- she's a Kennedy. I know. I know. We had a full on conversation about it. it was amazing. Wow. Anyway, so so I have their assistants. They had multiple assistants. The <laughs> I'm kids, sure they do. The kids had assistants. No. Okay. And I have them lined up in pass patterns. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All you right. So, write, you got to write this movie. Well, it's, it is. It's the yeah. Netflix original that's series hilarious. called Glorious Failure. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. So, anyway, that's the art of the humble, humble brag. So, let's move on to what we, you know, what I have a little bit more passion about, sure. which is the conference championships from last week. Okay? Okay. Tell me you watched at least some of them. Oh, yeah. I watched both of them. They were very good. They Okay. I liked the part All where right. the teams- So, give me uh, one piece- this is serious, Dan. This okay. is dead. I'm dead serious. Give me one unique, even somewhat unique thing about the two games. Okay. Tell me anything. Tell I'll me t- who won. Uh, okay. Don't look at the notes I no, gave I'm you. No, I'm not. I'm not looking at the notes. You're, you're not allowed to look at the I'm notes. I'm not Try looking at the notes. Try to tell me something. You can't do it. The, re- the Rams. <laughs> the, the, 
Mm-hmm. The Rams won. Okay. All right. Good. That's enough. Don't that was that was actually more than you expected. I think. I think the Rams won, and I think New England didn't win. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but so did they play each other? <laughs> they didn't play each other, right? Okay, so, uh, so in the Super Bowl, it's going to be the Rams and whoever beat the uh, Patriots. Okay. Yep. So the Patriots won and the Rams won. But so if you were paying attention. The Patriots won? Yeah. If you were paying attention, like the true executive producer, oh, yeah, you would have remembered because, last uh, week. Tom we talked, Brady. Is, Tom Brady. Uh, and Drew Patriots, and I both right? picked the, the Patriots on the money line. Yes, you And did. the Rams on the money line. Yes, you did. And by the way, I took a parlay on that biatch and I got 125 paid me 700. Whoa. Yeah. Not too bad, huh? Yeah. I thought a parlay was when pirates have a conference. <laughs> That's not a parlay. I get all my Where information from Where did you get movies. that joke? Pirates of the Caribbean. They have a big parlay. Oh, all right. It's just from a movie. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I felt like you That's got like it. That's like Miliwake. I learned that on uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> Thank you. That you got the reference. I did. All right. Okay, good. All right. So uh, <laughs> I thought the parlay joke, though, came from like one of my six, the six-year-old's joke book. <laughs> sorry. All right. So let's recap this. Talk so the me. unique thing that you didn't know, which is shocking because you not, actually, it's not shocking. First time that two conference championship games went into overtime. Both of them. Yeah. So first, Rams and Saints. It was an unbelievable game. Back, Both games were unbelievable. Uh, back and forth. Again, as a reminder, we were right about both of them. Um, there was a huge play that happened towards the end of the game. Uh, a pass interference pl- uh, that should have been called that wasn't. The Saints owners, and or I'm sorry, there's a big attorney in New Orleans New Orleans. New Orleans. You know, I didn't say New Orleans until I got to California before. When I was in the Midwest, it was New Orleans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's a big difference. Between New Orleans right. and like New Orleans. Right. Like when you, the first time you go to New Orleans and you're like, and you're like, and the cab driver or the, you know, as long as it's a native cab driver, the cab driver is like, it's first time, first time here. Like, yeah, it's first time in New Orleans. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then they kick you out. And the they cab. look at you and they're like, oh, okay. Oh. Let me take you to this area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so terrible call, yeah. Didn't get called. A big attorney in New Orleans has filed an official lawsuit because there's a bylaw in the NFL's rules that Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, in an basically, I think it's written. I, I believe that the rule. I don't know. I don't believe, but I would think that the rule is written in, in case there's a like a, a terrorist event or in a time of war type, like something like that happens. He has <laughs> yeah. the ability to replay something, but it's it, but it's somewhat of a vague rule. But it does say that at the end of the day, it's his decision, dictator style, whether or not it, it needs to be replayed. So this attorney, it is, was that bad of a play call. That's right. My point. So the attorney. Is petitioning the commissioner to exercise to, rule of to, right. 80, 842A <laughs> and yeah. replay that whole and game. And it's an official lawsuit. Wow. How freaky would it now do they would they have to play between now and the Super Bowl? It's not gonna happen. It's impossible. But the fact it's just still getting played. That's so weird. And and you feel bad for I feel terrible for the you know the, the Saints fans. Um because, but at the same time, if you watch the whole game, you have to give the Rams credit. They, they literally, it was the home field advantage was the highest level of home field advantage I've ever seen in a in a professional or college football game. Oh, is that right? The Rams players legitimately could they they appeared to not be able to communicate whatsoever for most of the game, and 
you've never played football, Dan. But uh, I played football when I was <laughs> in backyard. Does Brooklyn's not count. Age. Yeah. So you know, how, there's so much communication that is required, especially at a major Division One level, and certainly in the NFL level. If you watch the quarterback call a play, you you he he the play is like f- four sentences long. Right. Okay. Right. Now, what most people, I'm sure many people know this, but what some people don't know is he talks forever, but depending on what position you're in, you're only listen for, listening for snippets of the actual run on right. sentence. Right. So right? you know what you do. The quarterback knows what everybody's doing. Right. But the offensive. But you're listening for your little. Right. But the trip. right tackle is literally listening to 25% of the play. Right. Because he doesn't really care. He just needs to know his job. He doesn't care what everybody else is doing. Right. So anyway, my point is, is that they couldn't even hear each other, couldn't talk. They couldn't, they couldn't, they had a hard time communicating and it, it showed. So, but they still hung in there. They didn't panic. They just methodically tried to stick to their game plan. You get towards the end. And yes, the Saints were going in. If you called the pass interference, they get to take a knee, kick a field goal, whatever, they're going to win. But the the issue that I have, I mean, it's a botched call. It happens this. Yes, it did happen to be the biggest botched call ever in the history of NFL. Hence why they filed a, <laughs> you know, well, yeah. a lawsuit. But the issue I have is that the defensive guy, I forget his last name. I think he's a USC guy. And, I, and again, I got nothing against USC uh, players at all. I really don't. But he did not play his responsibility well on the defense. In fact, he completely screwed up. And if anyone that's played football knows that moment when it typically will happen on defense, where a defender knows that they messed up their responsibility or their assignment, mm-hmm. and they go into freakout mode. Mm-hmm. So they just sprint over, hit the guy as hard as he can. It, 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 <laughs> you know what it's like, and you don't know this, but for the listeners, it's the same way when you watch an NBA basketball game and someone creates a, 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 a does a flagrant foul on the other team right. because they're pissed off. Right. Right. They're like, I, you know what? I'm just going to give you a flagrant foul. And it's <laughs> right. obvious. Right. Same thing on a defensive football player's mind where he knows he messed up. So he just sprints as fast as possible and hits the offensive guy as hard as possible. <laughs> but if he would have done what he was supposed to do from a defensive alignment standpoint and played the, the play like he should have, mm-hmm. he would have had an interception, potentially returned for a touchdown, and no one would be complaining about a goddamn right. thing. Right. So that part. Part as a football, I wouldn't call myself a football purist, but at least uh, you know someone that can appreciate you know the analysis uh, uh, of the game. That that was frustrating, but so people are pissed. But let's not take away from the next thing. So, which you also don't know, the kicker for the Rams nails like a forty-eight yarder to go to overtime, and then to win wow. the game in overtime. Nails a 57 yarder, his longest Holy field goal ever. Cow, are you serious? To go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. In in front of 80,000 pissed off right. Saints fans. Right. There was LA Insanely did not, the Rams did not off. travel very well. And plus, nobody really travels well to, to New Orleans. But that's amazing. And by the way, that kick 57? that kick was good from 70. He hit, I've never seen a, a better kick. Wow. So point being, the Rams are I'm, – I'm a Chicago fan first and foremost, a Los Angeles fan second. Very excited about it. Going to be at the Super Bowl. We'll do a little bit of a Super Bowl preview after we talk about the New England game. Yeah. So New England, Kansas City, again, at Kansas City. Pick that one right. Another fin- fantastic game, overtime. Tom Brady, 
unbelievable. Patrick Mahomes, unbelievable. Yeah. Back and forth. But we were right in our analysis from what we said last week. They 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 got out coached and when push came to shove at the end, they weren't very good on in overtime. Tom Brady and, and the Patriots were terrible on first and second down, and they converted three huge third downs. It moved down the field and scored a touchdown, win the game. Chiefs don't get a chance to get the ball back. It's over. It's over, right? So controversy in the first game was a botched call that now has a lawsuit in the NFL. Controversy in the second game is that plenty of the talking heads, and it's a very polarizing event, is that it was overtime to go to the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs never got a chance to have the ball. Right. And everyone's saying this isn't soccer. This isn't the World Cup. It's not a golden goal. It's not, it shouldn't be sudden death. And But NFL owners, NFL coaches, NFL rules people, every right. single offseason – decide, think, talk, work out, and agree upon the rules. Right. So you you're, you had a representative that either voted for or against, and it's a democracy in that particular right. case. Right. That's the rule. Right. And if you can't stop someone from scoring a touchdown, then you probably were going to lose the game anyway. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. But no one says that. Like, everyone's either like, these are the rules, or... They're like, these are the rules, period, or complaining that this is bullshit. Right. But no one ever says these are the rules, but let's be honest, like there's a reason why they went down and scored, because they were they were the better team. Think, right, right. But you can complain all you want. And right. I don't know. I, I what I just said, I didn't hear anyone say. So that actually felt good saying what did I just said. Did that feel good? It did kind of. Yeah. All right. So Super Bowl preview. Yeah. I took the Rams months ago. To win the Super Bowl. Is that right? Believe it or not, for 14 to 1 odds. Yeah. Okay? So I got $200 on the Rams. Oh, you mean you've already placed the bet? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh. Back when they were 14 to 1. Nice. 200 bucks on the Rams for a $2,800 win. That's <laughs> nice. pretty good, right? That's, yeah, that's Okay, that's how math works. Right. So <laughs> so the, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. I kind of want to hedge the bet. Sure. Yeah, you because know, I'm somewhat of a hedge fund manager. Sure. Uh if you've seen my helicopter, I've seen your hedges. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I want to hedge the bet because I, I feel like there's a really strong chance that how do you bet against Tom Brady? Mm-hmm. But I want the Rams to win. So, I, but I've almost I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. But I'm thinking that I'm just going to leave it alone. If the Rams win, great. If the Patriots win, I'm happy because I do love Tom Brady. Really? Yeah. Or do you think I should still put money on Tom Brady? I ha- I couldn't know less about it. <laughs> I can't believe I actually asked you that. I know that, that was, was really stupid cute. of me. <laughs> but you know what? But, but I well, see, because I don't. Yeah, I don't understand your man love for Tom Brady. I, I understand a lot of people have man major man crushes on Brady. Yeah, lots of people. Like Tom Brady millions. is. We talked about this last week. Though. Yeah, you either love him or you hate him. Yeah. I happen to love him. It seems like a lot of people I know really love the guy. Yeah. So a couple things it about- It would be weird to vote. To vote. Yeah. <laughs> to bet against LA. I'm going to show you how to do it. Would you? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of cool. Okay. So a couple other items though. You remember when we did the the Detroit sandwich? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I had that just an unbelievable three-day deal. Yeah. It's going to happen again next week. Oh, so seriously? I, I was I was supposed to have a meeting actually in Atlanta on Tuesday. 
and then I was going to come home and then go back to the Super Bowl. That meeting got canceled. So now, and and another meeting popped up on Thursday. So now on Thursday, I'm going to a meeting in Phoenix. Then I'm going to the Waste Management Open, which you will talk about later because it's going to be another sandwich deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best. It's the most uh, entertaining golf professional golf event of the year. Is that right? Yeah, the Waste Management guys. The Waste Management Open. Party, open, right? and every night for three nights straight is a huge concert. Really? Yeah, like Snoop Dogg, Chainsmokers, uh, Florida Georgia Line, uh, Jake Owen, uh, and three other people that are uber famous, right? It's, that big? It's, uh, three years ago, I was backstage at a Kid Rock concert, okay? <laughs> at this place. <laughs> yeah. No joke. It may, you know, I may or may not had you know, had too much to drink, but I was oh, certainly- I'm sure you did. But I was still communicating perfectly fine, okay? Sure. And having a full-on- conversation with not McCain but another I for, forgot even who the guy or he or she was but it was a senator <laughs> and I was having a full on conversation with trying to like tell the senator what I thought should happen and he and I were agreeing and all of a sudden next thing you know Secret Service is like you know what that this is enough I think we're done here because this is enough yeah. it's time to move over here uh, but like it was it was hysterical <laughs> but wild. so I'm flying straight from there to the Super Bowl nice and it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great uh, I'm looking forward to uh, you know promoting a little bit of something's brewing yeah and something will definitely be brewing in Atlanta for the Super Bowl oh yeah so moving on I feel like I don't know where the time goes but I feel like we're slightly over time and I don't want people to be don't, don't want to be people to think it feels like five minutes, but I'm sure it sure. hasn't been. It's closer to 45. Okay. We'll better keep, we'll better wrap this shit up. Okay. So moving on. But before I do this though, hold on. Talk to do me. you have any idea how much they're charging for a room at the motel six out like 30 minutes outside of Atlanta for the Super Bowl? Okay. So a motel six is usually 60 bucks, right? Yeah. 300. 500 plus. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And you can't even. And I was e- kind of joking when I said three. And they're not even available. Right. They're all there long. Not long. available. $500 uh-huh. to stay overnight in a Motel 6. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. I'd rather sleep in a rent-a-car than a Motel 6. I know. I'd rather not sleep. Yeah. It's Five crazy. Bills. You can't get a reservation anywhere. No way, right? One, uh, one, one bit. I, I've tried all. I mean, I've had, I've got, I've have some reservations, but I don't want to use. You don't want to call up some of the, you know, your cool people, and right? Be like, right. You know, do you really use it for? Hey, can you help me out and get a reservation? Right. No, I'm like, I, I'm going to use that call when it's, hey, can you help me out and send the plane? <laughs> <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. Not right. can you help me out and get right. me into the top steakhouse? You have a jet, don't you, dude? Yeah. yeah. Could you? You know, one of the kids got hurt, and I need the jet. Right. Right. <laughs> you know. All right. So. But I, yeah, I really couldn't believe it, though, thinking that the, you would have a little more options. But I went last year to Minnesota, mm-hmm. and in that part, that was eye-opening, but it was literally negative four degrees out. Yeah. So even though there was so many people there, it didn't get have that feeling. Right. It's not going to be negative Atlanta's, four in yeah, Atlanta. No, right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, there, it was negative four, and there was three feet of snow on the ground yeah. and there were still a lot of people there. Yeah. It ain't, it's, it ain't snowing yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, no, not in Atlanta. It's <laughs> going to be it. crazy. I doubt yeah. it. All right. So, and that's my, my point of like, I could, I thought it was terrible last year in terms of how many people showed up to that. Tundra. Yeah. yeah and I, and that was nothing. the first time it had ever been. 
Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah. Wow. So now I'm and now I'm refi- I'm never not going again. That's it. It's you're locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. I don't care if I got to stand outside and watch it on the jumbotron. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> but I, we're, we're fine there. All right, so moving on, pause law number seven. Yes. Feel. And the final one, by the way. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do next week? Yeah, that, I was going <laughs> to ask you that. So pause law number seven, feel the pause and effect. All right? As a recap, number one, keep a positive attitude at all times. Number two, don't forget to pause and reflect. Number three, always position yourself for success. Number four, never play possum. Number five, everyone needs some apostles. Number six, remember a round of a pause. And number seven, feel the pause and effect. So I actually did a guest uh, speaking uh, engagement last night. To a networking group, Athletes Touch. Good shout out to them. Wait, Appreciate Athletes it. Touch? Yes. Yes. Was it like a petting zoo? And you Get had to like walk here. around? No, no, like, no. What are you talking about? So it's basically a networking group where you're only allowed to join uh, if you're if you apply and you're mm-hmm. accepted and you have but but the re- and prerequisite you're a billionaire no you have <laughs> to have played uh, college or professional sports seriously yeah so oh, wow so it's a community of of athletes working together networking That's from all great. over the country any school or professional yeah it's it's a super cool group so they asked me to be their kick off their one of their chapters uh, first meeting of the of the year as their guest speaker and by the way they they had a bio for me that was I actually wrote the bio yeah. it was hysterical. Um, I know we're over time, but I got to read it for you really Please quick. Do. do you mind? No, I'm, I was, I'm dying to hear it actually. Cause I thought it was comedic and I, and I, and I hoped <laughs> that people would get it. Yeah. I said, you know, Corey Paz is a corporate insurance broker, entrepreneur, and keynote speaker. After starting at UCLA under center for four years, he ended his college career as a second leading passer in the history of UCLA. After breaking his leg in his senior campaign, he took his talents to the uber competitive Canadian football league for one season before joining the business world. <laughs> I feel like I can't say that without laughing. (laughs) He has been in risk management for over 15 years and now handles his national client's needs while overseeing multiple ancillary projects that include a new hit podcast on the Believe Network. Are we a hit? That's fantastic news. It's a hit in my mind. He grew up in the suburbs of Chicago where he shared Illinois Athlete of the Year honors with Kevin Garnett in his senior year of high school. He lives in Westchester with his wife and three daughters, and he was one of the original six members of Athletes Touch. Didn't you like the flow of that? I love that, actually. And the whole point is- And it's true. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to take myself that seriously. I I basically made fun of the fact that I was a professional football player for two-thirds of a season. (laughs) (laughs) So my point is, though, I realized I was telling him the story about how- I decided to go with talking about where I want to, how I want to retire, and and I want to retire as a keynote speaker, right? I want to mm-hmm. I want to retire into the sunset, getting coming in and talking about all these great things that I believe in and have done and learned, good and bad, and 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 entertain a group and motivate and and move forward and be like hang out with some of the people for a little while and leave, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you've probably never been in very many of those, you know, keynote speaker arrangements, but. Uh, I've been through great ones. (laughs) Tony Robbins. (laughs) Uh, I've been through great ones. I've been through shitty ones. And and I feel like you just got to entertain me. I take a couple things away. And then I want to look at my bosses as I'm headed to the pool to relax and say, good job. Thanks for that. Like that wasn't a complete waste of my time (laughs) for getting up at eight o'clock after we were out all night last night, you know, spending time with our coworkers. Right. (laughs) Right. right. So I told them that that was my goal. So, and and then I went backwards and I talked about, literally like the condensed version of where I came from, some forks in the road, like how, how, when did the first moment that I felt like 
when I, when I felt like I was given like the opportunity to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And then the first time that mm-hmm. people started treating me like I was a little bit, uh, you know, gregarious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and then, uh, but injuries, and then I was about to do this and it wouldn't have happened unless this big guy in front of me transferred to, uh, to a different high school, which was a big thing back then. Right. And all these moments where you were kind of going with the full, fo- the, f- the flow, in, in to my point of feeling the pause and effect, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. ups and downs and, and so on and so forth. And, and, and then deciding most importantly, when I landed in UCLA, I had no idea. I wasn't sure where I wanted to go to, to, go to school. I only ended up taking a trip to UCLA because Carson Palmer told me he was going to go to Colorado when I told that story. And so without that, if he would have said no to Colorado, I would have, I would have committed to Colorado and would have never even stepped foot in LA. Right, but he tells me that he, he if he had to commit early, he was going to go to Colorado. So I book a flight with my mom to Arizona, Arizona State, and then to UCLA. So you think about it like well, like at that moment, it's like well, okay, well let's just do this. He says he might go to Colorado. Well, I'm not going there if he is. Right. So let's do this. Go here, here, and here. As soon as I get to UCLA, I'm like, this is where I'm going immediately. I was like, you guys don't need to show me around anywhere. I, yeah, I, we're. I commit now. I have a pen in where, my pocket. Like where else can you show me? Can I see the rest of LA? Oh, this is good. I'm good. Where do, where do I sign? It was really that fast. Immediately, as wow. soon as I landed at LAX, I knew I was going. There. Wow. It was amazing. So my point is, is that you have to, you're feeling and remembering sort of those feelings you've had, decisions you've made, acknowledging that they, I believe, we've talked about this before, I'm not an overly religious person, but I'm a spiritual person, you know, feeling that, like sort of that energy. Yeah. Uh, trusting your gut. And dare I say, following the pause laws, I mean, in general, you you know what I'm saying? I feel you. Like, that's why you do. I mean, let, can, let's, I'm going to be serious for a second. I, I appreciate it. You actually do follow the pause laws. I mean, 99.9% y- of the it time. It kind of sounds like a funny thing that you do because your name is in each yeah. one. Ha ha ha. But, but you actually do apply all of these concepts yeah. on a daily basis. I know. And, and don't get me wrong. My life's not perfect, but I, f- I very rarely don't feel like I am extremely blessed in almost every waking moment. Yeah. No matter what, even when it's a shitty situation. You know that's, what I mean? That's a good sign. So uh, other things to think about, though, when I'm talking about feel the pause and effect. So mm-hmm. you got you got looking forward with context. OK, so you follow me on that, like sort of that oxymoron looking forward with context, with context. So you, 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 you we talked about it. We I think last week or the week before about never looking not looking backwards, yeah. never really acknowledging the you know, in reverse, but you have to look, be looking forward, remembering what happened before, right? They're constantly okay. understanding the yin and the yang and the pendulum right. between back and forth, right? So you can't be a one track mind. You got to play life like a game of chess. Mm. If any, in, in you, know, you do you play chess. I have played chess. Are yes. you good at playing chess? No, I am not. Okay, I'm. 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 I'm I would say. In in to you, I'm awesome at chess. Yes, to me you are. Right? Yeah, trust Beca- me. You know how to play, yeah, and, and I would crush you. Right. But there's uh, a 10-year-old in Russia that would I would never beat. Right. Ever. <laughs> right. Right? Never. Right. There's probably a five-year-old in Russia that I right. could never beat. Ever. And I would crush you every time. Every time. So what I mean by play life like a game of chess is that it's a long game. It's a game of kings. Yes. And there's a lot of pieces on that, and there's so many different moves. But if you don't see the future, think about the future, then you're not going to get there. So pay attention to the details. Basically, live your life like you're 
an agent in the CIA. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I think so. And if you don't know what I mean by that, read one spy novel. I've read some spy novels. My favorite books are dystopian novels, but- Mm. Every now and then, I, if I do three dystopian novels in a row, I, I, I can't do a fourth or my oh, mind will right? explode. You like, throw I'll, like a born identity in there or something? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like if I read a fourth dystopian novel in a row, I'll turn into a conspiracy theorist. Right. <laughs> I, 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 like, I'll stop showing up for work. I'll grow my terrible hair long. Right. I'll move to uh, the middle of nowhere, <laughs> turn off all my phones. There are chemtrails. Those yeah. are clouds. Yeah. You know, the, the, you, you, know, you know Donald Trump's an alien. Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on. <laughs> this has all been set up a long time ago, long people. Ago. <laughs> but reading the defense, okay, and 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 reading body language. Mm. Um and that's that's something that you either you either have a gift to do it really well without practicing or not, but I believe that everyone can be better at reading body language. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what I mean, just think about it. Pay more attention to people's body language. I would I was not physically gifted at football. You know, I, I mean, yes, I could throw a ball very well, better than most. And, uh, you know, and I could read a defense or, and I could know the playbook and I was a good leader, but I wasn't tall. I wasn't strong. I wasn't fast and I didn't have a rocket arm and I didn't throw a perfect spiral every time. Mm-hmm. But one thing I know I could do better than most was read a defense and read people's body language. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, like it was, it was crazy. Like, and you do feel like that is part of your life now though too, right? 100%. Yeah. Right, one hundred percent. Because let's 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 admit this too. We don't have that much, you know, time. You, you, when you when you start getting into that, we talk about organized chaos. Right. You got a wife. You got a kid. Your wife works. You got you got little kids. You got to drop off three kids at three different schools. And your wife's got to be at X Y Z. You got to wake up. She wants to work out. So do you. Uh, you know, the in laws are coming. Your what are your parents doing? Are your parents moving. Your what's up with your brother? Oh, you haven't talked to so and so. I got to be at this meeting. I forgot to do my expense report. Um, uh, uh, what are we doing this weekend? Can we get a babysitter? Oh, she said no. Do we know another babysitter? What's going on next door? Can you believe that the the, the, the plumber screwed me over with all that money. When are we going to get the fans fixed? Are you going to fix the fence? Um, are you still going out of town next weekend? Do you still have to go to another football game? Right? You follow me? <laughs> so, by the skin of my teeth, but right. yeah. Okay. So, so we, yeah. You're, you're only, and that's, and I just described what only happens with my immediate family. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. So, that wasn't even work stuff. That was just, yeah, like that had your work ancillary, but right. that was the questions revolving work. Right. I didn't even talk about what happens when I get to the office. <laughs> Exactly. You got those TPS reports ready for me, Bob. <laughs> uh, oh. No, but my point is, you don't have you don't have a lot of time sometimes, and 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 because of social media and technology, you know, great. Okay, technology is awesome. It's going right. to hopefully make us live forever or kill more of us faster. So there's right. not as many people. I think it's the second one. <laughs> oh, hopefully, right. But the the amount of interaction we have is not the same as it used to be. Yeah, no. Way. So most likely, you're going to get less actual real attention. From human beings that you then you did thirty years ago. Yes. Am I right? Yes. Absolutely. So you have less time to evaluate thoughts, decisions, and to read that person than you used to. Yes. So if you're really good at it now and you're paying attention to it, it's gonna give me a competitive advantage. Just like the pause laws will do. So with that, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your morning, a beautiful afternoon, or a wonderful evening. Until then, if you keep a positive attitude, 
something's always brewing. Corey Pollard is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.